It's CX on Canopy Radio. Yes, it's Caris XL on Canopy Radio. Celebrating our cubic life. Hello and welcome to CX on Canopy Radio. Today we are starting our discussion on finalized functional maturity. We are going to do this by taking a look at the day in the life of a Carisian with particular focus on relationships and community. To help us to do this, we have Lucy Otley from Trinidad and Tobago, Marlene Wright from Washington, D.C., and Monica Providence from Toronto. These ladies are members of the Caris XL People Group, which is a group of ladies over 40 years of age. I am Claire Craig, the moderator for today's session. So let's get right into this, ladies. Welcome, and I am so happy to be having this conversation with you all. What I really want to hear from you is how have you been building relationships and how do you maintain them? Because we know that in these times, it can be a challenge to have good relationships. So let's start with Monica. Monica, what are some of the things that you do to build relationships and to maintain them? Well, some of the things that I practice regularly is sometimes I call and pray with the wives of the executive leadership team in our community. Also, we go on social outings with the ladies. Um, Sometimes some of the ladies who might be ill, we might make a visit to them, pray with them, you know, just to, to build their spirits. Um, After corporate gathering, I mingle among the ladies and the kids and just chat with them, especially those who I've not seen for a while. I spend some time finding out, you know, if there's an issue that that they are having, you know, how I can help. Also, sometimes post-corporate gathering interactions. We also have brunches that we arrange with the ladies. And of course, we invite the men and the kids along also. What I did about two weeks ago, I had some gardening tips because right now, because I'm retired, I'm into gardening. So I give them some gardening tips over Zoom. Also, we have we had the wellness spa and that was a beautiful thing. It was yes. really good because after the spa, we sat, we, we talked, we ate. It was it was excellent. So those are some of the things I engage in with the ladies. Monica, I'm glad to hear about you and this gardening as a retiree because I recently retired myself and I am truly into gardening. So maybe that's a way that we can connect up. Yeah. Um, Marlene, what are some things that you do? Can you share those with us? Um, gladly. I live in the Washington, D.C. area and I'm away from most of the people from the church. So communication is key. So the telephone is my key. We have FaceTime and visits on the computer. I have my mentor, Elise Haynes, who's in Trinidad, but I'm in Washington. But we use that time to to share and to stay in touch. And then also in my community, whenever someone's on my heart, I can pick up that phone and give them a call. Um, We do birthday texts. So uh, especially the children, I try to send them a birthday, you know, your birthday balloons, just to know that um, they're in my heart, let them know that. And that's a part of the sharing too that we do. So even the children can be part of the sharing. And one thing uh, we do, I did recently is I was able to actually visit one of my sisters and I went on a trip and stayed at, and visit her community. So um, th- we, we, if we make up our minds that we want to share and have a relationship, we can do it. We can do all things through Christ. And that's, um, I was able to go to St. Lucia. 
we uh, in my church, um, it's in the Washington, Maryland, and Virginia area. So a lot of times we do drive-bys where because of COVID, people wouldn't go in people's houses, but we would just drive by the house and say hello. But I am determined to stay connected with my brothers and sisters. Marlene, just one quick thing. You mentioned having a mentor. Tell us a little bit about that. How did you, how did that happen? And how does that work for you? In the Washington, D.C. area, there's mostly young people. And, and I'm, I'm 75. So I wanted someone my age that I could talk to. So Mrs. Haynes, she was just the perfect person. And we bonded. She's actually visited my house. And um, I've been to her house. And uh, when on the phone, we can do FaceTime. FaceTime is invaluable because you can just see the person's expressions and it's almost like you're with them. So yeah. uh, that, but that's how Elise and I get together. And we'll be sisters for life. We, I can say things to her that I can't say to anyone else. Right. That's excellent. Excellent. Good. So now, Lucy, let me hear what you have to say. This is going really well. <laughs> I want to say to, to, was it Monica? Yes. Who spoke about the gardening? Monica, I envy you. I love gardening, but my back does not permit. However, to build relationships, I keep very close to my growth group ladies. My growth group ladies are really my sisters. I do not consider them just members of a church community. We are really, really close. There's a special chat that we have where we discuss any little problems that we may have. We'll be praying with someone if they have an issue so we build relationship that way. But apart from the growth group, I am a social animal. So I tend to reach out to people when I go to church because I consider going to church, not just sit in and listen to the word. That's paramount because we have to have the doctrine. But to sit and listen is not enough for me. That's why I'm happy that our senior elder, Dr. Woodruff, allows us to just mill around for almost an hour after the service ends. Because during that time, we are really interfacing with each other. And we will chat, as I was saying to somebody some time ago, there is a lady I see sitting there all the time, very pleasant lady, and I would pass to go to my seat and say, hi, how are you? She would answer. But I had determined in my heart, no, this is not enough. I want to build a relationship with this lady. So I went to her, told her my name, asked her her name, asked her how long she's part of the community. And it was such a pleasant thing. The next time I go to her, I want to get her telephone contact number. So that will be a way to really reach out to her more. Apart from that, I love board games. And there's a particular sister who loves board games as well. So we'll play dominoes, we'll play snakes and ladders, and she will either come to my home or we would arrange to go somewhere and we would just get together and have fun. Mm -hmm. I also invite people to my home because I think if you're building a relationship, it goes beyond just church and prayer. There's a bit of socializing that to me is important. And I invite people for lunch. I invite them, they'll come after church and we'll just bond. Some of them have their own children and they'll come with the children. So in that way, I meet not only the adults, but the children as well. Good. This is really very good, ladies. You seem to have some practical ways that you relate and, and build relationship because you recognize that that is something that is important, especially as we get older, because sometimes we are so alone. And the Bible does talk to us about the whole idea of God puts the solitary in family, you know. So we, a couple of you mentioned the term growth group, and I just want to take this opportunity to explain 
that we have these small cell groups which are made up of both the men by themselves, the women by themselves, where we get together and we talk and relate and the message can be broken down into bite-sized pieces and into more meaningful way on how we live our lives and how we function. So just wanted to say that at this point in time. Now, we spoke about the building and the, the maintaining. Are there some activities? Uh, Monica spoke about some activities that she did, the cooking. Lucy spoke about having people home. And Marlene spoke about the drive-bys. Are there any things that you do to stay physically active? Because I know that that is an important aspect of, you know, aging. What are some things that you may want to say to us? But before you move forward, I think we should just stop for a minute and hear from another member, Diana Sellers from New Zealand, her point on this particular topic about her building relationships and maintaining them. Relationship is something that God really placed in my heart as a needed foundation at the beginning of my journey. So I knew it had to be a priority in my life, something I had to take responsibility for. And I think even more so, my husband isn't in the kingdom. So, you know, those relationships are even more, more important. And it certainly brings a lot of joy and adjustment often, you know, and during our conversations. And of course, that encouragement and strength that we all need. We always meet up after our meeting on a Sunday, usually have lunch. You know, that's a special day for me to keep Sunday aside for that. And I'm involved with the growth group as a facilitator in the project heritage. So, you know, that helps as well because we meet up obviously to plan and do those things. Often when, you know, I'm reminded that, you know, if you put God first, he takes care of the rest because you might think, you know, all these things I've got to deal with at home. But when I do make that a priority and I do, you know, go and meet up, then everything else gets sorted. It's, you know, happened a lot. Yeah, that, that sounds good. So, Lucy, let me hear from you. You start going the other direction. No, as far as exercise is concerned, sad to say, I am not able to exercise. I owned a gym at one time, so I am really an exercise freak. But I only knew I had scoliosis um, the last four years, and I have a misaligned hip. Mm. So I'm forever in pain. But, you know, I still walk up and down my house. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I go outside. I have to be very careful because at at this young age of 84, I don't want to fall. (laughs) Yes, yes. So I I would walk up and down, up and down, up and down. That's the best I can do. I would lift my legs. I would stretch, but I wish I could do more. But that's what I do to help me keep active. We have to be wise as well. eh? Yes. So let me hear from Monica at this point in time. Monica, what what do you do? Well, I do exercises. I have a treadmill at home. Mm -hmm. So I exercise during winter. I use the treadmill. During the summer, I do 5K walks around the neighborhood. By myself, sometimes I ask my husband to join me, but I will do some walks to keep active. And um, this year, I am planning to do a 5K walk in Toronto with other ladies of my group group. So those are some of the things that I do to keep myself fit and active. Also, I look at videos that talk about different, because I also have some health issues that talk about different herbs and things to use. And I try using those things also in my diet. Right. Very focused on my diet. Your diet is your health, your physical Mm -hmm. health. So also during um, during COVID time, I was part of a a group. We looked at a video early in the morning, um, 6.30, and Mm -hmm. I would exercise for 45 minutes. 
but I hurt my I hurt my ankle when right. I visited Trinidad last year. So I cannot do that type of exercise anymore. I have to take it easy for a while. But mm-hmm. I am going on my walks and I am doing other things that keeps me active. Right. So what I'm hearing is that in spite of the fact that there are challenges health-wise, mm-hmm. you are finding the time and you are making it a priority. You are making yes. exercise a priority, whether you do it alone with your husband or in groups. So, you know, you're maintaining the relationship with your husband, you're having some alone time, and you're finding the groups to exercise with. Marlene, what about you? What do you do? There, um, there is a fit group in our community, and I'm a member of that. And this, this thing is exceptional. Um, I, I would imagine now it's well over 200 people on it, but what happens is um, daily you can get with a group of people who are doing the same exercise. And I find that really edifying because on my own, I can't do it. But if I'm with a group, we get together, we dance, we do all kinds of exercise and I always feel better. And then there are encouragers in that group and they'll tell you, go mm-hmm. girl and, and and make you, you know, really feel like you can do it, even though physically I can't do some of the things they're doing. Just seeing their faces and um, and the encouragement that they make, it's wonderful. Um, in my uh, community here in Washington, D.C., it's a lot of young people. So they are always doing things. I mean, they've gone snowboarding and um, camping and all kinds of exercises. And, and I, I'll hang as much as I can. I try to stay active because I know that exercise and eating right is so key to longevity. And I want to be around. I know God has a lot for us to do. Right. And Marlene, I'm sure that fit group also helps you to stay accountable to a certain extent. Because by being a member of the fit group, you, you're committed to doing certain things. And when you finish, you feel good, I'm sure. No? Exactly. Yes, that's so true. And you meet so many wonderful people. I like people who are doers. And these women are getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning and they're committed. And I love that. Right. So I'm going to ask you, as some of the more mature women in the community, if you had to give one tip to the younger persons, what would that tip be? And at this point, let us just hear from Diana, and then we would come back to you all. I thought about that for a while, and I thought just enjoying each new season. Ecclesiastics 3, you know, I love the Amplified Version. It says there is a season, a time appointed for everything, a time for every delight and event or purpose under heaven. And to me that, you know, we can't let the world, I can't let the world's perspective of what age means eat away mm-hmm. at the knowledge who I am. God had to remind me of my significance again because I went through a stage where every time I went somewhere or had to fill out a form, what do you do? You know, came up all the time. What's your occupation? You know, all these, all the time coming at you. And it was like, I am significant. Remembering every season so different. And, and this is a season I'm in at the moment that is very different, but it's a time of development too inside of that. And yeah, just right. enjoying each new season, really, I feel, is how to look at it. That's really, really good advice. You know, recognize the season that you're in, mm. enjoy the season and look forward to what God has in store for you. Okay, Monica, what would that tip be to younger persons just to stay engaged and to, you know, be remain part of the community? Well, you know, the Bible talks about not forsaking the assembling of our souls. So I will tell the young people, stay engaged in the community. Even though you, right. I know they have challenges, I know young people have more challenges than I did at, in 
in my youth, but being in the community, come and make sure you attend corporate gathering because mm-hmm. there is some, some word that you would have to lift your spirit, would have to increase your level of faith. I plan my, my weeks and days around community life. I will only miss if my mom is not well mm-hmm. or I have some other health issues. But other than that, I am always there. Be there. Make yourself available regardless of whatever you may have on your agenda. Good, good. Marlene, let's hear from you. Talking to a young person, I would tell them to stay engaged. And staying engaged doesn't have to be always in somebody's house, but you could be on the online chat. We have uh, something we call, we, they, where they, a, a chat where they just tell dad jokes and, and share and just um, things to laugh about. So I, I just think it's so important. Another thing is to be selfless. You know, in this world today, children even, they're even taught to be selfish. So if a person is selfless, they're going to be extending themselves to other people and just so that they can breathe on their own and, and not need to be prodded to do anything. That's what I would share with a, a younger person and just to have um, joy, inward joy. Inward joy. Yes, that, that songs. Yes, I, I'm really liking these. And Lucy. What would you say, having lived a long and meaningful life, done own your own gym, done a lot of different things? Don't just go to church. Become involved. And when I say become involved to the young people, I don't only mean become involved with the youth, not just the people your age. Become involved in the community. Get to know the older ones. Get to know the younger ones than yourself. Because Building relationship really takes effort and it's a sacrifice. And unless we make that effort to build a relationship, we will be in our own little cocoon with our own few little friends. So I would love the young people to really spread themselves throughout the community because to build really requires initiative and determination. They have to be determined. Don't wait for people to come to you. Use the initiative and go to people. Speak to them, engage in conversation, help them as much as you can. And that would be dying to self because some young people really to themselves. In this finalized functional maturity stage, we cannot be in in a cocoon. We have got to die to self. We've got to be selfless. So I would encourage the young people to be selfless and to be other-minded. You know, Lucy, you're saying that, and the good thing about this group is that there are different types of, your your personalities are different. You started by saying that you are a social butterfly. So to you, it may be very easy to be selfless, to reach out and to talk to other people. But again, giving that advice may challenge somebody who is not that way to do it. As a leader in the community, Monica, you are more or less, you have to lead by example to a certain extent. So therefore, doing that will help others to see, okay, if my leader is doing that, then it is a behavior that I should probably pattern and, you know, as well. And and Marlene, as a community member, it's really so good because you are saying, I am important and I have a responsibility and I have a role. And my role as a member of the community is also to ensure that persons are actively engaged. So ladies, I would really like to thank you, Lucy, Marlene, and Monica for sharing your experiences with us today. 
we trust that you, our audience, are now inspired and reminded of the importance of relationships and community and in being whole, wise women. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. You have been listening to CX on Canopy Radio. 